you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Well, we're on to Cincinnati. It's my team. It's my quarterback. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Hello. You play to win the game. They want you to cook the dinner. At least they ought to let you shop for some of the groceries. And on the way up, we're going to buy the kneecap off. You kidding me? Playoffs? I'm just here so I won't get fined. How could he not be romantic about football, man? Whoa. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Benched with Bonetta. Hearing Dan Campbell just reminded me that we get to kind of see the Lions kind of, sort of, kind of, maybe soon. It's getting, we're inching closer to Hard Knocks territory, people. Uh, which means we are inching closer to the season. Um, I am still in Canada. I just like emerged from a week in the woods and I do this every single summer. I go home to where I'm from and I go up to my brother's house who literally lives in the middle of nowhere. You can't walk anywhere. You can't do anything. Like you are just on this property. And I have just been zenning out to the point that I tried to have a conversation with somebody yesterday and couldn't do it. I forgot how to speak words because I've really only been speaking to my three-year-old nephew who speaks in an entirely different language. Most people can't understand except for his cool Auntie Ray Ray. Um, but I have emerged from the woods and my mom took me to this really cute town and we went to this play today we went to a theater and there was a dog in the audience just chilling on someone's lap and i'm like okay we are small town ontario right now baby and the play was awesome and we leave and there's this guy standing there and he's just like are you rachel banana and i was just like oh my god yeah hi and he's just like, I'm Jeremy. Um, th- I, this is I-, I work here, and I saw that you had had a thing on your Instagram. So I hope I, don't, I didn't get that lady that had the dog in trouble, by the way. Um, but anyways, his name was Jeremy, and he was introducing himself. Uh, and my mom was there, and I introduced them. I was like, this is my mom. And my mom was just like, oh, are you a fan from, like, soccer days? Because I used to cover soccer and the Toronto FC team. And he goes, no, I listen to the podcast. So shout out to Jeremy and his girlfriend who were fans of the pod. But thank you for, thank you, Jeremy, for saying hi to me. That was very nice. But he did specifically mention, you got to lose that Mohan guy. He always seems like he's five minutes late and you just got to, you got to cut him loose. Mohan, any (laughs) rebuttal to that? I don't know how he would know that you're always I'll late, take, I'll take, but I'll take shout out. <laughs> uh, that was very lovely. That was really nice. Um, guys, I have a question for you. I introduced my three-year-old nephew to something that I, th- I regard as high, highfalutin, high flavor. In fact, he had never had pizza and ranch before. And that wow. is something that I wanted to introduce him to because, you know, he's three years old. He's got a very limited palate. He eats oatmeal five times a day. And that's not a lie. I don't know how this kid puts back so much oatmeal. But I was like, why don't you come, why don't you come over to my side? Have a little taste of some delicious nectar called ranch. 
Mohan, we've talked about this before. Are you in? Are you guys in or out on Ranch? And was that actually um, detrimental to this kid's palate to me introducing this? I respect it, but I think he you could have eased him into it. Like he said, pizza by itself, right? Yeah, of course he's had pizza by himself. He's not a crazy, crazy okay. three year old. Right, he's only eaten oatmeal. That's the only thing he's ever eaten. <laughs> oatmeal and pizza are his uh, <laughs> things of choice. Grave, are you out on ranch on pizza? I like ranch on pizza, but I uh, sometimes think it can get overpowering because no, it, it just tastes like ranch. So I'll I like every other bite maybe dip ranch and pizza, and it also depends on the toppings. If like. I'm a big pineapple topping person, which is a... Agreed. No, okay, no, you're safe in this house. You are safe in this nice. house. You're welcomed. But I don't know if ranch goes best with a pineapple topping. It, I think it's better with like a Have pepperoni sausage. No. I don't know. I, I can't... I Speaking of pepperoni, I also had chicken wings while I've been here that was chicken wings with tomato sauce, pepperoni on top like just sprinkled on top of the chicken wings and then you dip it into gorgonzola. That sounds It blew my mind. I honestly ordered it because I was like, this is going to taste disgusting and I kind of like to eat disgusting things. <laughs> like one time our friend Sal bought me a ranch soda. Mohan, did you ever try that? No, the, ra- the ranch. It was the most foul thing I have ever tasted in my life. It tasted like carbonated che- cheesy milk. Yeah. Which actually it doesn't sound that bad, but it was bad. It was bad. Hmm. Like I, I like uh, the rotting. ranch with the with the uh, crust because sometimes it was it's hard to eat. It's so dry. You need a little yeah. dipping. But I- Okay, mm-hmm. so the, we're all in. We are all in on ranch on this podcast. Please let us know if you would try the pepperoni chicken wings because they were they were pretty bomb. Also, our makeup artist tried to sip, shout out Sivia, she tried to sip of the ranch soda and she threw up in the makeup room in a garbage pail. <laughs> and Sal and I were laughing very, very hard. Oh, um, okay, let's get to some football news because there was some big football news this week. Our guy, Rob Gronkowski, he has retired. And this has made me... Really bummed out because I really thought that this year, Tom Brady, I genuinely believe that this has got to be his last year, at least with the Bucks, because I think that there was some kind of thing that was supposed to happen with the Dolphins and that didn't happen. And maybe he's going to try and make that happen next year. But with the Bucks, I think that this is the last year that Tom Brady is going to be playing in the league. Why would Gronk not want to be a part of that? I'm so bummed out. He put out a very nice statement. Uh, I'm just going to read a little bit of it because it's very sweet. In college, I was asked to write about a dream job opportunity that I wanted to pursue and where the location would be. Every time I had to write about my future, no matter what, I picked being a pro football player. For that assignment, though, we had to pick the location. So I wrote that I wanted to play in Tampa for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That is so awesome. When he was young, he already knew what he wanted to do, where he wanted to play, and we have enjoyed every single step of the way. I wanted to ask you guys... Did you did you have any idea where you wanted to be and where you wanted to go in like high school or college? Mom's shaking his head. I'm at my mom's house and I wanted to see if I too had something the equivalent of Gronk's. Like when I grow up, I am going to be this, that and the other. And I knew I wanted to live in New York City. I literally have something in my house back in L.A. It's on a like crappy old piece of paper and it's printed in pink ink. And it says I and then I left a blank things that I could sign my name. I blank 
um, will be living in New York City by the time I am 21. And then I signed it in both spots, like a contract. And I moved there when I was 23. So, so you failed to live up to your contract. I did fail. I did fail. Um, it was just a little bit of a delayed situation. But I found a ninth grade report card. Oh, my God. Should I read to you what my math teacher wrote? Absolutely. <laughs> math has never been my strong suit, folks. Um, and we'll get back to Gronk in a second, but this is important as well. Uh, Rachel put forth a very poor effort this semester. Her homework was always incomplete, and she never used the extra help that was available. It is recommended that she continue math. Um, I also had to do summer school because of math. So thank you, Mr. Ruth. Oh, I remember Mr. Ruth. Also, I got a 49 and then a 51 the like second half of the Out term. Of... So 100. Oh. <laughs> I literally passed like flat by by like that's passing. 50. Well, I got 49 the first half uh -huh. and then I got 51 the second half. Uh huh. So I literally just made it at the 50 point. 50 is passing. Yeah. What? Apparently because I passed in America. 50 is an F. You failed. You have to get like no, a I passed. Yeah. It is recommended that she continue math at the applied level. So I had to take applied grade 10 math. And then I think I think grade 11, I went to summer school for, for math. It eventually fizzled out and I couldn't keep going. Um, but the class median was 74 and I got 49. Ooh. That's what calculators are for. Yeah, we got um, iPhones with calculators. What do we need math for? Come on. I have a math story real quick. Oh. When I was in first or second grade, we had this thing where if you get through X amount of math, flashcards with your teacher you can get a, a pizza hut you can go to the pizza hut like what and i didn't get it the first time and i was like real like to the point it was like basic math that i was like trying to use my fingers behind my back to like get oh i still do that the second time i did it i realized in the top right corner of the flashcard that's facing me had the answer and she forgot to like cover it <gasps> with her hand you cheater I, I needed to get Pizza Hut. I, I couldn't have been that guy, that like that kid that didn't go. By the way, I think that there is no shame in this game because I still do it. And you guys, maybe you're too afraid to admit it. I absolutely still count on my fingers. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not very good at math. I still count on my fingers to this day. Even when I'm like doing math for like the tip, I'll be like thinking in my head like, oh, what? Okay. I'll be like pretending like I'm adding it, but underneath the counter, I'm like counting on my fingers. Oh my God. No shame in that game. Also, I found this, guys. Look at this face. Wow. How could you feel? This isn't going to work on podcast format, but just know, listeners, that I am showing just about the cutest kid in the world. This is a great chance to plug the YouTube. If you really want to see it, go to YouTube. There you go. It looks like I had dentures and took them out for the afternoon oh my gosh. <laughs> did you have invisalign no graver i do now thanks for bringing that up wow uh, i also found look at i ha have my corsage for my prom wow i know why do i have this is kind of gross um cool. i have many love letters you guys like an embarrassing amount like that you different got from different boys oh, too. Man. Oh wow. Yeah, like so so many. And there's drawings, there's there's movie stub tickets for the Simpsons movie in 2007. 
What a blast from the past. Um, anyways, back to Gronk, because <laughs> that's how we got started on this. Uh, Gronk is retired. Tom is obviously sad. I'll read the first few lines of his statement. Teammate, friend, brother. Just a few of the words that come to mind when I think of Gronk. Uh, nobody has ever embodied the idea of leaving it all out on the field like Rob has. His It's so weird to hear him being called Rob, by the way. That's like an intimate thing, it feels like. Um, every single snap, I knew that no matter how many people you put in front of him, he was going to get his spot. Uh, I'm really sad that we're not going to have any more Gronk in our lives, but I kind of wanted to go around the table, and you guys can think about it for a second. I want to hear your favorite Gronk memory. I will go first. It has nothing to do with being on the field, although there are many fun memories, obviously. I want to go back a couple of years ago to when Steve Harvey was hosting the New Year's Eve countdown. And there was this like incredible <laughs> immaculate Lego sculpture of Steve Harvey's bust. And it was beautiful. It was amazing. And I don't know what the setup was. I I just saw the viral clip that went around. Gronk came out dressed as like an old football player. Like he had like the leather helmet on and <laughs> he spiked his Steve Harvey's head and it completely shattered. And there was just silence. Like Gronk didn't make any noise. Like he, he was he just like kind of like like flexed his muscles and Steve Harvey was like why did you do that? <laughs> I remember that. Steve Harvey's bust was shattered and his heart was shattered too. I think he really wanted to keep that sculpture, Lego I'm sculpture. sure Steve Harvey had an idea because it's live television and that's a huge moment and everyone's watching this countdown, but I like to think that he didn't. And yeah. I like to think that Steve Harvey like asked for him to be escorted off the set because he was like, why is he on this show? He was very convincing. So why is this guy here? <laughs> I think he might have. I I, I want to believe that Steve Harvey did not know that was coming, but some producer yes. told Gronk, like, you're famous for spiking the ball. Like, it'd be hilarious if you spiked Steve Harvey's Lego sculpture. But yes. I, I hope Steve Harvey didn't know, even though it makes me feel terrible for him because he was, seemed to be very upset about that. I mean, that would be a pretty sweet thing to have in your house is like a bust of yourself. Made out of Legos? That'd be amazing. Made out of like, like immaculately made out of Legos. Like it was so incredible. And then <laughs> Gronk didn't even have a cool name for it. He's like, I'm going to do the Gronk Harvey Spike and then throws <laughs> this whole thing down. It shatters. Silence. Gronk's in the corner just flexing his muscles and Steve's like, why did you do that? <laughs> so that is my favorite Gronk moment. I also love when he made that extra Millie. What was that? That was last year, right? Um, when he just needed like one more, one more catch. Right. And uh, him and Tom got that down. That was kind of cool. Uh, Great. Do you have, do you have one? Mo, do you have one? Yeah, I have one. This isn't too long ago, um, but he was on the Manning cast last year. And I just thought it was really interesting hearing him talk to Peyton and Eli because they were asking him about like, how much film study do you do? How much preparation do you do throughout the week? And he was like, I don't really watch film. None. I just show up. <laughs> Tom Brady tells me what I need to do and I just do it. He's like, Tom tells me what kind of coverage it's going to be and I just know where to go. And just like seeing how much he relied on Tom Brady to like, cool. I don't know. I mean, I think Gronk is probably the greatest tight end to ever play amazing blocker. In addition to his pass catching. And like, he used to be a tackle breaking machine. I remember 
highlights of him running down the field, like shaking off like eight tacklers. Um, yeah, he's a, just a beast. But it's crazy to think about how much better he was because he got to play with Tom Brady. Like someone like him who doesn't do the film study would typically not be that good. But because he got Tom, he gets to be the greatest tight end we ever I think saw. that if he had a career without Tom for some reason, if he went somewhere else and wasn't on the Patriots, I do not think that we would be talking about Gronk in the same way that we talked about today. Yeah. Um, I also remember when he was going to be, he told this story, he came on Fox uh, for the Sunday show and he told the guys like during halftime, he's like, you know, once upon a time I uh, was about to get traded to the Lions and I didn't want to go to Detroit. So I just told everyone I was retiring. (laughs) And so they're like, oh, okay. Um, Gronk's retiring, so we can't have him on the Lions. And then he's just like, the next year I just showed up and didn't retire. <gasps> Maybe he's doing that now. He could be. Maybe I the mean, Bucks want to trade him to the Lions. On the other podcast that I produce that I don't want to talk about very much. Um, yes, accurate. Yep, good choice. The The hosts of that show were saying that this is probably Gronk sitting around his house being like, I didn't really want to do OTAs. I didn't really want to do mini camp. And now he's thinking like, I don't really want to do training camp. I don't really want to do oh, September in Tampa Bay. But after October, when it's time to like make a run for the playoffs and then make a playoff run, Gronk could be like, I'm unretiring. I'm coming back to play with Tom. And his agent even said that that was like, he said he wouldn't be surprised if Gronk rejoined the Bucks in the middle of this next season. I'm going to so. be so upset if, if this Causes a slew of like retiring and unretiring. Like, what is the point? I guess they're playing the game and we have to just like go along with it. But like, I want a big celebration. We're all going to come on these podcasts and talk about it and, you know, make a big thing about it. I'm going to read old letters from ex-boyfriends and go through my old stuff. I want that to be it. I don't want to have to do this again in like 12 months. Mo, do you have a favorite Gronk story? Uh, yeah, I two come to One is when he caught the ball out of the helicopter it was then uh, oh like, the record. I forget what exactly. Yes. How and did he not break bones doing that? Yeah, like my hands would just fall off my wrist. Uh, <laughs> no one doubts that. The the other one is when during the pandemic he had a like sent he like sent in videos of him running sprints, but he didn't want to do it every day, so he just filmed sprints with different shirts on in the same day, <laughs> and then he sent them in so it looked like he was running on different days because he's wearing different shirts. That's just Wait, he like sent them in to Bruce Arians to be like, hey, I'm practicing? Like, the, of him sprinting. Like, he had to send that in is, videos. That is next level. That's some scheming. That's some scheming. He is a schemer, but like, you know, I, I think he, you know, everyone talks about Gronk like he's some kind of like dumb guy, and he's a little bit like goofy and oafy and just you know he's got a low voice and he's throwing steve harvey's bust on stage um but there's something to be said about you know a guy that that doesn't have to watch film that can just show up and be incredible and have this incredible career like that's not dumb he's the ultimate schemer i think he is the ultimate schemer so i guess maybe we shouldn't be surprised if he comes back in a couple months and he's right Oh, unretired. Um, and it was cool. Well, I saw he did, he didn't spend uh, a cent of his football money, I which is pretty saw. crazy. He's been all living of his off football money, or just some of. No. Wow. Yeah. yeah, he didn't spend seventy mil. So he, all the money he spent was from endorsements and seventy million in his eleven-year NFL career that he reportedly never touched. Guys, maybe he's the smartest man in the NFL, and we're like kind of just starting <laughs> yeah, to realize it now. We're playing his. Game. Maybe we're the goofs. <laughs> yep, we are the goof troop. We already knew that though. 
Um, okay, well, bon voyage. Gronk, we'll miss you for the next couple of months, and we'll see you in preseason? That sounds good to me. Um, <laughs> guys, we've got some pretty bad uh, worst things I heard this week coming up after the break, so don't go. Anyway. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Okay, so here's some of the best and worst things that I heard or saw this week. First things first, Russell Wilson is so stoked about being on the Broncos and every single opportunity that I can bring this video back to light, I am going to take it. Um, That's the life that I want to live. Uh, but first, hold on, before we play the sound and all giggle joyfully, this is what he said about why he chose the Broncos. I want to make sure that I got to a city that wants to win. I want to make sure that I go to a team that wants to win, and I want to go to a city that knows how to win. I think it's funny because, like, the Broncos have not been good for a really long time. Also, so a I don't city, know. like, what does this even mean? A city doesn't know how to win. Like, what are you talking about? I don't know, but I will tell you what it does know how to do. It knows how to make promotional videos. Roll the clip! Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Perfect. One more time. Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. Oh, no, it's still going. <laughs> Why did the Broncos ever release this video? I don't understand. It was such a bad idea. Like it, I hope that when I, it kind of makes me want to go to a Broncos game this year and see that video up on the Jumbotron. These videos are never good. Like you're sitting inside of a stadium and you see somebody pop up on the Jumbotron and they're like, let's do this. Hey, Broncos country mount up let's ride like it's just always so cringy um unless you get like a travis kelsey or a george kittle like i'm sure that those guys go all in but i kind of want to go because this video has become so viral and like has taken on a whole life of its own i do feel like people will cheer when they see it up on the jumbotron in denver and that is why maybe maybe the broncos are still alive for that reason on the bench list that uh bench <laughs> bench with bachelorette bench bachelorette whatever it's called <laughs> i told you guys this is my first time speaking to humans in like a week um okay so that was that's just to cheer us up okay because something's about to bring us down mm. josh allen you know of the buffalo bills okay the guy that we all want to get behind we all want to cheer for bills are high on my list spoiler they are high up on my list this year folks So Dawson Knox had a press conference and he told everyone, oh, you know, like everything's going great. Um, Josh Allen can't stop making D's nuts jokes to other Bills players. And it's just that it's simultaneously the worst thing that I've seen, but it actually has potential to be the best thing 
going into next season, if this is a lot, Josh Allen, I know that you're a listener of the Bench with Banana Pod. Okay. Um, big fan. You have the opportunity to have such a long play here. If you go into this season and you are still making these nuts jokes, you ha- will have the likes of Colin Cowherd, Skip Bayless, Stephen A., every Greeny, everyone on those morning talk shows being like, guys, he's immature. He keeps on making D's nuts jokes. And then we get to hear Skip Bayless say D's nuts. And then the joke will continue and go on and live on forever. And it will be fun for everyone. So I actually, this started off by being one of the worst things that I saw this week. And it slowly turned into, this has the potential to be the best thing that I've seen all year. If Josh Allen so chooses to take this baton and carry it on. What do you guys think? I think you go the other way. I feel like if I'm a defensive player and I sack him and I stand above, above him and I just, you know, I say these nuts. He'll like probably he, laugh and be like, he would. cool. <laughs> we're yeah. going to keep and, this thing going. And then he'll throw a touchdown. So. Josh Allen seems awesome. Yeah, exactly. He seems And so he'll fun. say it right back when he scores And then on he'll the defense, say, so. He'll grab the microphone and it will go over the whole entire arena and he'll just say, these nuts, and we'll all be laughing. Mohan, you're a joy kill. He'll go out for a coin toss and they'll be like, heads or tails? And he'll be like, these nuts. (laughs) I shouldn't laugh at that. It's so stupid, but it's funny. Uh, This is the opportunity to be a beautiful thing, Josh Allen. Please um, continue this on. I am enjoying it and I want other people to be mad about it. And I want people to be upset at the fact that you're still doing it leading into the season when you should be focusing on other things. Because that's what we do in the media, okay? We take the small little bits of information, blow it up to mega things that don't actually matter. Um, Okay. Before we leave today of this little mini-sode, I gotta kick off not one, not two, but three teams. This is the biggest breakup that we have had on this show, if I remember correctly. I was going through the list. Uh, Graver, thank you for reminding me of who I am still courting in this situation. Jaguars, I don't know why they are still on this list, so I'm going to get them out of there. I feel like they've just had too tumultuous of a time the last few years with the urban thing and kicking the Josh Lambeau. He's a friend of mine. Mm. Um, Trevor Lawrence I'm a fan of, but he didn't really... I don't know. Do you guys really think that he showed us anything? It's hard to... It's hard to shine when so much other crap is going on, but I don't know. Joe Burrow kind of pulled the bangles out of nothing and nothingness. So I'm out on the Jags, okay? I'm sorry, Jags. Your time has come to an end. It is one of those possible teams that you could like get in on the ground floor, like the Lions or the Jets, or that could like become good. But that's been I the see Jaguars a lot more. I see a few years. other teams ahead of the Jags yeah. on that list. Like Me I feel too. like the Lions could turn it around quicker than the Jags. Um, the Jags have been trying I'm, to turn it around for ten plus years now, and they're still getting exa- top but five that's picks. The pro- that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. That is the problem. Um, okay, so Jags. Sorry, you are out of there. You know what? I'm also going to kick out the Bengals. The Bengals were high on my list just because I felt like it would be a real nice, like, to the Browns. Um, It would make me very upset to still root for a team in the AFC North that has to play the Browns, that has to be, like, 
among that just tumultuous sea of, of ickiness. Um, so, you know, Bengals, I feel like have, we saw their fans out in droves this year. They really showed up at the Super Bowl. So fun. Who day? Well, not, I am not day. I am not day this time around. Bengals, I'm sorry I'm letting you guys go. But with the most respect, like, this is, like, a good split up. You guys don't need me. I don't need you. We're good. Um, The last one is tough here because I do have, I will admit, I do have the Broncos written down. But Mm. since, since, you know, I have this memory refresh of Russell Wilson in that terrible video... I kind of want to keep them around for a little bit longer. Um, it's like a love-hate situation. Maybe I'd be able to go to, to Denver and watch that glorious video up on the Jumbotron. I'm going to leave them around for a couple more weeks and see what's what. I cannot believe that the Steelers are on this list still. Let's get them off there. This was, a, this, was a, this was an angry Rachel that was leaving them on this list. This was a, you know, I wanted to get back at my ex, so I'm going to flirt with his best friend situation. Um, even though I I dislike the best friend just from past past feelings, uh, and I can't do it. So Steelers, Bengals, AFC North is oh the Ravens are still on the list. They I are. What would you say to Ravens fans to keep them encouraged so that they don't think that they are the next team to go? I know exactly. Give me your best. Lamar Jackson is gonna play very well this season. Pitch because right now people are like, is does he care? Is what's going on? Is he going to ball out this year and then, like, you know, have a crazy contract? Like, what's what's going on? I do think that the Ravens are going to be so much fun this year, and they are a team that you could get behind uh, because they had so many injuries last year, and this year is going to be like, we're back, baby, and we got the biggest chip on our shoulder of the league. Um, so they could be fun. So Ravens are the only AFC North team left, the Browns, the Bengals, the Steelers, and the Jags. I bid you... Sweet, sweet. Adieu. Um, and I bid the rest of you guys adieu because I'm going back into my hole. Um, always a pleasure. Uh, please, if you ever see me at a small theater and in an extremely small town, always come and say hi. Shout outs to Jeremy once again. And we'll see you when we see you. Love you, Gronk. Love you, baby. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.